0: You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 145 for the week of May 5th, 2014. Welcome back everybody to a podcast of Ice and Fire, your audible source for everything in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire and occasionally Game of Thrones. So here we are talking about episode 5, first of his name, and as always, this is Amin. And this is Kyle. And we have with us tonight, Katie has returned. Welcome Hello. back, Katie. Nice to be <laughs> Yes, excellent. So, let's jump right into the episode then. Let's uh, yeah. let's start off. You know, I, I told Amin before, I think I've been structuring these too much, and I'm cutting off people's conversations, trying to go by scene by scene, so let's just kind of talk about what we want to talk about. Let's start off with Cersei. Let's talk about what, sh- what was going on with her this this episode. Okay, well, should we just give a quick red lemon cake? Oh, us? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to get into yeah. it. I skipped right oh, over that's it. Good let's uh okay. yeah give it lemon cake ratings let's do sure it.
1: I'll, I'll give it 4.25 out of 5 i thought of the five episodes so far it was my favorite and it's hard to say why i think it was mainly it was a character focused episode and i liked the interaction so it was a good episode
2: mm. Katie?
3: Uh, I'll give it a three. I thought it was kind of a middling transition episode where we're in the middle of the season and things kind of start treading water more and more. Um, I like some of the new sets, the new scenes, um, new locations, that's always exciting. But I let out a big ol' sigh when Cersei's like, let's go walk through the gardens. I was like, you've been walking through the gardens for four seasons, right. let's not walk through the gardens anymore. Um, but yeah, this I didn't think it was a terribly remarkable episode, but I didn't, I didn't hate it, I wasn't really that bored with it.
0: I think I'm going to give it a four. I enjoyed this episode, and I, I don't know if I can really put my finger on why, but for some reason in this episode, I was just kind of able to sit back and be like, you know what? I'm having a good time with this ride, so I'm going to give it a four. So where was I? Cersei. Let's chat about <laughs> Cersei. What was up with her this episode? She was acting all nice and stuff. Was it all just a ploy?
3: This one possibility, but I wonder if she's been so manic for the past season and a half. I wonder if they're pulling her back some before Tywin kicks it, and then she just takes like the full plunge into crazy queen territory. Mm -hmm. Because other words, her other words, it would I think a little too monotone. So I don't have a problem with her being like, okay, I'm going to bend rather than break for as long as I need to, and then her father's going to die, and the stress is going to amp back up, and then she's going to go right back into uh. Angry Cersei. (laughs) Hmm. The
0: I can I can understand if it were a ploy. Her talking to like Oberyn and talking to Tywin and everything. But what was the Marjorie thing? Is Marjorie supposed to take the place of Mace Tyrell in this?
1: Yeah, I think, I guess, she's doing whatever it takes to build up allies to take down Tyrion in the trial. And as Margaery can basically, I think they both kind of know that, like, Margaery makes a comment about asking her father, but they both kind of realize that she's independent of her father. She can probably influence her father.
0: Hmm.
3: Hmm. Yeah, didn't she? Didn't Cersei tell her last season that if she ever called her sister again, she'd have her strangled in her sleep? There's
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, something along those lines.
3: Yeah, she didn't have much of a reaction, so I don't... I don't know if this is an like a genuine Olive branch. I don't see that really in Cersei, well, I guess in book Cersei's character Cer- Show Cersei maybe it's an olive branch. But yeah, I did I was I was like I I kept trying to like read. I was like, "Where is she going with this? Like is she trying to set Marjorie up for another fall?" But it was very like strangely genial.
0: Yeah, the, the that whole interaction. I mean, there was so much of it and uh, especially cuz it was all kind of centered around her children and uh with Oberyn and and uh marcella there it was it just felt like she was genuine to me and and in the back of my head i was like no don't believe her but watching it on screen i was like oh god she's so nice at the moment and there's nothing mentally wrong with her i was so confused
3: yeah i feel like maybe this is um just like Second stage of her grief or like the deep depression part of her grief where it's like, okay, I need to focus on the remaining children I have left. Again, that's not something book Cersei would do. Book Cersei would just like put her claws out. But I think show Cersei is a little more more frustrated and feels more powerless and is less (laughs) likely to cause a scene than maybe just be quiet for now.
1: Yeah, and seeing her interaction with Oberyn was interesting, just to see the difference, because she does that in the books as well, but in the books is more of, I think, we didn't see it, but it's more of a seductive attempt, and here is more of an emotional a connection attempt. It's a difference in what she's doing, and I think that I think it will work here. But I don't think we're going to get a Scorpion's line from Oberyn then about the whole thing. So <laughs> that's too bad.
3: You know, I I wonder now if she's not trying to like maybe there is some note of uh, genuineness in what she's saying. But I wonder if she's trying to pull all three of these people to her side for the trial. Like her father, yeah. Oberyn, and Marjorie. It's like I'm. I, I need these people to not be my enemies when I go up against Tyrion.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That seems to be the popular theory on what she was really doing. And uh,
3: yeah, I, yeah,
0: I can see that. But uh, I, I guess that's what it is. That's what I have. I guess that's what I have to believe. But even though I didn't feel like it, if that was the main reason when I was watching it. It was it was, an, it was odd. It was odd. We're going to see. Like, if she just snaps around all of a sudden. I mean, the, the biggest thing was when she said to Marjorie, she's like, you know, a mother is not enough. She's going to need somebody else's help. Yeah. And that's not really something you can kind of go back on, like, five minutes later. That was... Uh, maybe it is. It just seemed like something. Like, you need to help do this. And if next week she's like, nope, I was lying. That's not true at all. It's just... Ah.
3: We shall see. Yeah.
0: What'd you guys think about the ship to Marcella? Is it a secret ship? Did she is this part of a mm. plan? Mm. Or does she just want Marcella to have some from her?
3: Uh, that's I did not think of that actually. Uh <laughs> I actually like that theory that she's trying to maybe like maybe she's gonna smuggle somebody on the ship that sends it down and then maybe try to smuggle Marcella back from Dorne. I mm. can see that possibly yeah. happening.
0: Yeah, a lot of people seem to be talking that, uh, it's gonna send down and like the crew will, will try to steal Marcella or something, but I, I have a feeling Oberon's gonna go through that ship with a, with a fine-tooth comb, making sure that nothing of Cersei's is on that boat when it gets sent down. <laughs> Um, that would be pretty stupid of him to just be like, oh yeah, well, here's a map, here's how you get to Sunspear, you can take whatever weapons or cool or anything yeah. you want. Like, just go, like, no,
3: that's that's not going to be the case. Yeah, if he's smart, he'll change the crew before they ship out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. not something that they would show, but it's like, that's what <laughs> logically you would do. Hmm.
0: So, I feel like it's nothing. I feel
3: like it's just Cersei
0: wanting to keep some sort of connection with Daughter. And uh, I was telling a meme before we we started, I was a, li- I was a bit bummed that that we didn't get from Oberyn some exposition about Dorne and, and women's rights in Dorne, how they can be. And uh, it seemed like a perfect opportunity to bring that up and kind of have people go, Ooh, this Dorn, I want to go check out this Dorn place. This sounds pretty interesting. Um, I thought, and-
3: I thought he kind of got that across when He's like, we don't yeah. hurt little girls in Dorne, which is a foolish line. And I thought Cersei called him on it nicely. You know, they hurt oh, little said-
0: he said
1: children, and then she said they, they heard girls, and then he said nothing. Like well, I felt like he kind of implied did, there is a difference to Warren compared to other places. I don't know. He, I think
0: he kind of implied it, too, but he didn't actually well, say it out loud. Well, he implied it to us to us that already know it. But yeah. someone just watching the show can has no clue that women can rule there just by that line. Hmm. But didn't you say somebody uh, told us on Twitter that it has been mentioned somewhere earlier? <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody, uh, I don't know where it was, but said they think... Tyrion mentioned it when they sent Marcella off. I think he uh, Tyrion told Cersei or something that oh well the next ruler of Dorne's going to be a woman so I mean Marcella's going to be down mm-hmm. there with that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What What'd you we'll guys be- uh, through Cersei we also got the story about uh, the Lannisters being uh, being a little poor, a little a little empty in the pockets these days.
3: Is this canonical? Is this book canon?
0: I don't think so. No, I think he, uh, Elio said it wasn't, but he mentioned that.
1: Yeah, it's not
3: canon.
0: <laughs> Linda sent out a uh, send out a tweet. It was like, "Hey guys, guess what? The Lannisters are poor." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think it makes for kind of, I, I, I like this. Um, it makes the stakes a little higher, you know, for when Tywin kicks the bucket. And, you know, the Iron Bank right now is just kind of like this phantom name that people keep dropping that doesn't have much meaning. But if it's like the Lannisters have no leverage against them whatsoever in terms of finances, I think that's a much more compelling way to drive uh, where Cersei is going and the right. family.
0: I didn't hmm. bat an eye when they said this line because I thought we, I thought we knew they were poor in the books as well. Just like you were confused, Katie. Like I was, I was like, oh yeah, okay, they're poor. Yeah, that's how it is in the books. And when and when I went online afterwards, and I was like, oh, I guess not in the no, books. No, they have plenty of gold. Or they're actually, we both. don't really know. So uh, it seems to be an argument online. People, I guess we don't officially know if they still have money. They're they they haven't. They haven't shown us their books lately, so there may be a chance that they are indeed uh, running out of money.
1: But I thought that when they were raiding West, they, I mean, Rob was trying to take over gold mines over there, so I think he would have noticed like that there there was no gold anywhere. Like when he was over there, I like, think somebody mm-hmm. would have brought it up.
0: Hmm. That's
1: true. That is true. Because they did take over a few mines, didn't they? Yeah. They were—they definitely saw them, anyways. They were raiding all over that area, stealing livestock, taking stuff. I think they would have noticed. They, why is there no gold anywhere? Huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so why? Let's talk about the Bank of Bravos. Like, what? What power do they have?
3: Mm, they. I thought it was implied that. Well, first of all, I really like the metaphor that he put up about you know you remove a stone, one fills it. That you can't placate or try to insinuate into their good graces. But as far as like why they're so fierce, I would assume that they have a for or at least they have a lot of sway over the bravosi navy, perhaps or other navies. They could mm. probably hire a bunch of cell swords to do what they need to have done, or assassins. I mean, that's always possible. Hire a bunch of sorrowful. Oh yeah, their faceless men,
1: men are there, so they can afford they can. Afford the Faceless Men. Uh, I don't think they've ever taken on quite a task of taking something as big as Westeros. But then again, Westeros is really beat up now. Like if it was a united Westeros, like even with all the gold, there would have been enough hard to get enough sellswords. But now, like they could probably get enough to cause yeah. trouble.
0: Yeah, I guess with a lot of money, you could just get just all the sellsword armies and all the Faceless Men, and then you'd have to just horse I guess that's yeah. the case. But I, I guess that's what everybody's worried about. That would be their retribution. Is pretty much war upon whatever person doesn't pay them back.
1: The Tyrells are not as powerful in, in the show than is in the books. I mean, maybe that's why they're trying to give extra reason to be dependent on them because it's been established they have less men than the Lannisters. So because I mean they have a lot in the books. They they're pretty powerful.
2: Hmm.
0: Interesting. And and Cersei also doesn't bat an eye when uh, Loras has come up again, the marriage of Loras comes up. Just it's like, really
3: yep. fascinating, like, how Tywin, as soon as she bends to his will, he opens up to her about the fi- like the finances and the state of the family. Whereas that other scene, I think it was last season, when she's trying to tell him that, you know, she's the child that he should be favoring, he <clears> just <throat> completely stonewalls her. Whereas, like, as soon as she bows her, her head to him, he's like, all right, I'll, you're worthy of my attentions now. I will let you in on a little secret. Hmm.
0: Mm. Well, who else does he have these days? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much not the
3: golden boy anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, and two. Arian's probably going to be dead soon, so she's like his only kid practically. I <laughs> um, think he's in a he's in a tough place. I think he's like, oh, Tommen's my hope. Tommen's the yeah. last guy I got left. Let's do this. Yeah, mm, crazy. So who next? Who you guys want to talk about next? Can we go to the Vale? Yeah, let's do sure. it. Let's do it. Let's let's literally go to the Vale along the to the Bloody Gate. <laughs> what would you guys think of that? that? I thought that was really cool. I thought that whole walking down, I thought it was a really neat effect. It was very fantasy. I mean, there's no arguing that the the area is like the most stereotypical fantasy kind of place um, in the realm, especially the castle up on the hill and everything. Um, I guess there is. I'm sure there's plenty of arguments about that. But um, <laughs> um, did you guys notice how different it was than the first season?
3: I don't even remember. what. It, oh, you mean the castle? Theory? Yeah, or- the
0: castle. I actually just retweeted. so hmm.
3: <laughs> Yeah, the uh, I thought it was great when they walk in, Lisa uh, and Robin, they're sitting in the exact same place we left them in season one, so it's like they haven't moved since then. <laughs> but yeah, this was exciting. I like uh, getting new scenes and going to places in this show, and that is a terrific set. I love the eerie, I mean, just that throne room in general. And it felt like a nice change of pace, um, which we really don't get that much. Uh, I guess maybe skipping a little ahead to like when Littlefinger and Lysa are smooching all over each other. I thought this was some of the best acting from Aidan Gillen that we've seen in a long time. Because there's just this flicker across his face when he realizes how big a liability she is. When she starts gushing to him about John Aaron and how she poisoned him. And he's just like, there's this momentary discomfort across his face, like, oh, this is going to be a problem before he kisses her into silence.
0: Oh my God. His face the entire time, he was just like, oh no. <laughs> this ain't happening. It, Was we, that we, the
1: image of the of his face or of the Eerie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the link I just sent you should be of the Erie. Oh,
1: jeez, wow. Yeah. Huh.
0: They've done some landscaping. The, the, the whole war is terraforming. Yeah, they built a, they built a mountain next to it. So. <laughs> but uh, Littlefinger's face the entire time was priceless. I mean, he was just like, oh, yes, I love you. And she's like, oh, you forced me to kill him. And he was like, oh, shut the fuck up. What are you <laughs> doing? What are you doing, you crazy woman? Oh, man. she, The actress, whose uh, name escapes me at the t- Was fantastic. Yeah. It was great to have her back. And um, she just showed throughout this episode that she can play batshit crazy very, very well.
3: That kid looks about the same age as he was four years ago. (laughs) Like, I feel like Bran has become like upshot into this giant that is no longer recognizable, <laughs> but this kid looks identical to, to season best, one. The
1: best milk has done to grow with <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's the same actor, too, isn't it?
3: It looked like it, yeah. Yeah,
0: people have been saying he hasn't mm. recast, so... Mm.
3: I I wondered how they were going to do this in the show—the revelation that uh, yeah. Lysa was the one who killed John Aaron. Because in the books, it is like a bomb gets dropped on your yeah. perception of reality. It's like holy shit, everything I know is a lie. I mean, it's this huge <laughs> build-up and release. It, it's fantastic. And in this, there's not a like they haven't mentioned John Aaron in almost two seasons. And it's not something that's visually very memorable, is dead guy in the first episode with googly eyes on his
0: face. <laughs> Literally, the first scene of the first yeah. episode, Lee. Well, but
1: but it is why they, they had the kid Peter, right before the same Poison, to show the contrast. But I, I am interested to see because did you watch it with any viewers that picked that up? Did were any, was anybody shocked at the time, or did they have to kind of pick it up and maybe?
3: Yeah, I just, I, I maybe it's a. I guess this is a smart thing to do because I, I'm not sure if Lysa, you know, screaming, "I killed John Aaron for you," while she's threatening to push Sansa out the Moon Door would have the same impact because I feel like there would be this five second delay of show watchers like, John, John Aaron, you know, who is that? Who and is that? So I guess like if the big set piece is going to be Lysa, you know, just physically threatening to end Sansa's life, I think visually that might be. Simplified, but also maybe a right decision in this case.
0: Hmm. I think it's giving people time to uh, figure it out because I'm sure a lot of viewers are on the communities and whatnot, and they're going to be like, and they're going to look at it, and they're going to be like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize while I was watching yeah. about this John Aaron thing." Like that's a that's a major thing. I was uh, I was fortunate enough to join the AfterBuzz crew last night talking about it, and we have two people who have read and two people who haven't, and uh, when we started talking about the same thing. Uh, we were like, "Holy crap! They just dropped this bomb. This is this is wild." And and the two people we were with were kind of like, "What bomb? What are we talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're not they're not. I'm I'm not I'm not insinuating they're slow at all. They they they're very up on the show and they know what's going on. And they were still like, "Why why do I care about John Aaron? Like what?" And so we were talking about it. And afterwards, um, one of the show viewers was like, "I need to rewatch it now after hearing you guys talk about it because I, I knew all this stuff, but I I had kind of forgotten about it." and it was um and then we had uh, related to that we had the epic previously on Get- game of thrones right before the episode <laughs> and yeah. one one of our uh forum members was like i love in the i love in the previously on episodes when they show an entire scene and everyone in that scene is now dead <laughs> <laughs> cuz they had one with Kat and ned and robert all in one scene and <laughs> It's like, cliche shit.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I would wish that there was kind of like this dun, dun, dun in the show when you realize that Littlefinger is the big bad of the series, essentially. But I, yeah, I don't, that is a plot thread that is so ghost-like through the entire series that I, that has not been sustained in the show. So yeah, I think this was actually a pretty good choice. Mm.
0: We still don't know what exactly was up. Why? Why he had Lysa kill Jon Arryn?
3: Mm. Well,
0: it's basically
1: to cause chaos, right? It all worked. He he he's like an arms dealer, and he deals well. I mean, he sets it all up, right? He sets the Starks against the Lannisters by getting that letter. So he's but, just the Joker of Westeros. He just wants to see the world burn. Like, chaos yeah. is a ladder. Chaos yeah. <laughs> is So he's <laughs> he using probably, the he, chaos to. He got a. Climb. Ca- he
0: got one from like the Home Depot store. That, that <laughs> home ladder, <so. laughs> So is that fun. really what it is? He just wants to cause chaos so that he can uh take advantage of people? Is is, is no, that maybe. is that basically what it is? Is there no real like end game? It was more just like I'm going to fuck shit up and opportunities are going to arise from that yeah. happening.
3: I always got the impression that Varys is the guy with the end goal in mind, and Littlefinger is just the profiteering opportunist who has multiple plans and threads, and as one of them dies off, he'll replace it with something else. He's the war profiteer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I and mean, well, with Jon out of the way, this whole marriage option is here as well. Like, that was, he could always get to, was Mary Lysa, right? That was there. Mm. But, like, specifically setting Stark against Lannister by getting a letter sent.
0: Is key. Crazy, crazy. And that oh. caused
1: so much trouble. It accelerated everything faster than than. It may, maybe there would have been conflict anyways, but maybe it would have worked out better at the start. So.
0: And I'm 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 not going to believe he did all this so he could get Kate to get Caitlyn. That's that's just craziness,
3: right? Mm, I think she would have been a a consolation prize. I don't yeah. think she was the the goal. Yeah.
1: Well, there is one difference, though, I guess. Sansa didn't get to hear this. I mean, she doesn't really think about it actively in the books, but she did hear that confession, which could could, could come to something later, right? Mm-hmm. Like In the book, she actually hears the speech.
2: Mm.
3: You know what? She does hear this episode, though.
0: Eat some lemon cakes?
3: <laughs> no, she hears her, her aunt you know, uh, screaming her bliss uh, to the seven. Peter! Peter! It,
1: did she actually say Peter, Peter. though?
3: <laughs>
1: Just hear yelling.
0: Oh, put tire, I'm this. sorry. Say, hey,
1: Peter, make a baby. like oh, no
0: oh, hey, hey, it's my aunt. Nice to meet you, aunt, for the very first time in my life. Okay, nice to meet you, niece. I'm going to go have wild, kinky sex right now okay. and scream all over this mountain. <laughs> oh, that's so disturbing. Ooh, It's like loud neighbors ro- knocking the wall. My,
3: Michal, we're having an argument about whether or not she was faking it or not. She comes down on the side of, like, <laughs> she is so into Little Finger that it's yeah. not an act, but I'm not convinced. You
2: think it's she's acting? it to
1: herself, like, right? she's faking it to herself. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not even him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she's hyping it up. Yeah. yeah.
1: She, she's she, like, oh, this is so awesome to herself. <laughs> 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 then again, I mean,
0: Peter is probably far more experienced than John, right? He has a lot. Little- well, this, yeah, John in the show, I mean, uh, excuse me, Littlefinger in the show probably has tons of experience, right? Yeah. He knows what to do with that little finger. <sighs> um, Littlefinger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so John we- Aaron, her, yeah, that's a huge difference, right? It's got to a- <laughs> John Aaron, there. Well he was, he was an old, old man and they didn't have Viagra back and
1: so yeah. <laughs> she said it. He had old
0: seed and weak. <laughs> but uh Lysa does let Sansa know that her plan is to marry Sansa to Robin. Robin. Yeah. Yeah.
3: After she has a freak out moment. Oh, I thought th- good, yeah. I th- poor Sansa, like <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, i I'm relieved whenever Sophie Turner is allowed to do something other than stare forlornly into the distance, and I was glad that she had sort of this like crack under pressure of like i'm just stupid i'm just a stupid girl (laughs) but but yeah i thought that was great acting just showed i just love how quickly like liza can turn from like you you're filth like she's like carrie's mom like you've ever seen stephen king carrie like you and your filth body you know your filthy dirty pillows oh
0: god yes so creepy I think of another
1: Stephen King movie. I can't remember the one where where she, the, the writer gets tied up. Misery. Yeah, that reminded me of that too. It's just like being able to change face very quickly, right? Between like being friendly and then being insane. But this is setting up like her jealousy, which will be important later when Peter will ob- obviously gets kiss her.
3: I guess.
0: Yeah, we got the whole, we got a lot of the whole jealousy thing when he started talking about Brandon, the duel. They mentioned the duel. Has it been mentioned before in the show?
3: Hmm. It would have to be like season one. I feel like.
0: Yeah. yeah they give good details there. There's good uh, backstory there. <laughs> mm. um, but it was also crazy. It was very like rapid fire, and I guess that's what's her. And did you guys get a funny little feeling when she um, she started talking about how how? Catelyn would eat too many lemon cakes and started to get fat. And and the entire time I'm like, "No, you're the fat one."
3: <laughs> what?
0: Cuz in the books she's not she's not a thin girl in the books. Sansa? No, no, no. Um Lisa. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, the and actress
3: so the, is very
0: th- The writers <laughs> were giving a little like kind of... Oh, inside joke, kind of? Yeah, a weight yeah. jealousy, so a joke, an insider joke.
1: I, you know, I know, I'm trying to think, like, when the first change first happened, I was ambivalent about it, and even now, I, I don't think it's necessarily... I mean, first of all, the actress is doing great, but second, George, if he has any syndrome, it, the closest would be fat shame, like, in terms of characters, like, he, he he has that somewhat. So maybe it's a good idea that this character isn't all fat. Mm. Like, it might break out
3: of that mold. He has fat shame? I'm, I feel like most of the fat characters are genuinely good people, or more likely to <laughs> to be conceivable.
1: <laughs> We should have like a couple, like line them up and compare them. Like, I'm, I'm talking about his works in general, not just Ice of Fire. Some oh, of his okay. other works as well. Like, he's always like one of the villains, he's just like their fat jowls quivered and like all this. Like, <laughs> and not necessarily a bad way, like, he himself maybe did it as well. Like, it was like a way to get ahead of the bullies. We speculated. Hmm. I don't know. There might be something there. We, they should compare all the characters and see how many are on one side or the other. Hmm. <laughs> see what comes out of it.
0: Make a list of four-weight characters and yeah. good or bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they have the Manderlees, so they have the Jolly Manderlees. Oh, they're dumb. Thumbs
3: up. Yeah. Sam is always fat, and we're reminded he's always fat, but he's one of the genuinely the best people in the series.
1: Yeah. Mace Tyra. So it, just, I still think that he has a bit of it. It's not, it's not like a problematic thing, but on the TV show, it might be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I
0: think. Well, we had a nice think. fat Walda a couple episodes ago. She was very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so how about Elaine being Littlefinger's niece instead of his daughter?
3: uh whatever it's not a relevant change i guess
0: yeah it doesn't seem to make uh, that big of a difference at all he's old enough to, to be there I, uh, yeah i
1: think it's it fits i mean and she's also really already jealous about his horrors or whatever like i think that's probably
0: the right way to go oh yeah she said she had a daughter with somebody else even though she knows yeah it's a lie like i still feel like she'd it's freak dumb. out and speaking of knowing lies robin is in on the elaine secret
3: Yeah, that's, why would they do that? That was foolish, I thought, on all parts of the party. Like, don't trust the shrewish, mentally ill child with, you know, your life or death secret. Put him outside before you start talking about this. Hmm. But I feel
0: like it's it's not that big a deal. It's just kind of a nitpicky thing. And to save on extra blocking and exits and stuff, they just kind of told the secret right there. So, sure why
3: not <laughs> yeah two episodes
0: he's going to be doing anything that sansa says anyway so. Yeah. so there we go yeah um it's kind of nice that they broke back out the old eerie set i was like <laughs> when, when they showed back up i was like oh man they must have had to dust that thing off it was probably in some back yeah. closet of the belfast <laughs> studios somewhere
3: that chair is pretty freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's a real cool set. And uh, oh, and Robin throwing the glass bird out the door. It was like, hey, that, that was a present, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know how long it take that glass blower to make that thing? <laughs> Jesus. He seems to like Littlefinger a lot too.
1: I guess he's he's smart enough to always keep bribing the kid stuff to get him on his side. And gives him sweets all the time. Gives him some breast milk. Yeah. From all his whores. <clears throat> there you go Blah, there's a theory but so Lyssa is aware of the whores then right because you mentioned the whores I'm trying to remember what exactly says about yeah him. she
0: was like did he tell you about his brothel and filthy things those girls do
3: with their bodies did you do those things <laughs> crazy eyes <clears throat> um Shall Ooh. we t- shall we take a boat across the narrow sea? Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah so uh, Daenerys <laughs> instantly gets that Joffrey's dead. Well, I guess it's not instantly. <laughs> um, Daenerys learns that, that uh, King Joffrey is dead, and uh, she now has 93 boats. Thanks, Dario. <laughs> Thanks, Dario. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I heard you like ships. What? I'm still not. Uh, I still want the old guy back. I... I'm going to throw that out there.
3: I didn't like the old guy that much, but this guy, I feel like it's just like a blank cipher. I get no read on him whatsoever.
0: He's kind of a non-entity.
3: Yeah, exactly. Disappointed that... Go on,
0: sorry. I
1: was going to say, we'll see, that's all I can say to it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I was going to say, I'm disappointed that Gendry (laughs) still hasn't shown up.
0: Where's he going to show up? (laughs) In Essos? (laughs) He's going to row his boat into Slaver Bay?
3: I'm there! I made it! It's it's America! (laughs) I the wrong way. (laughs) I think it was like on one of the last episodes, one said that they measured the distance between Dragonstone and King's Landing and Dragonstone and Essos, and it was about the same distance.
0: (laughs) He doesn't know. I wonder if he is going to show up again.
3: I feel like he's going to replace Hyle Hunt.
0: Okay. Mm, Interesting.
1: They're all in the same general location. I think they're all going to end up in that bathtub in the woods together. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice. Um, So this moment where Dario says, "Oh well, I got the ships." It seems to be the only moment when, uh, when Amelia Clark, when Daenerys sort of uh, broke her cool. It was like she was (laughs) so calm and cool and collected this entire time, except for this one moment where she was like, (laughs) "All right."
3: But she doesn't punish him. I think she's strangely flattered (laughs) by it. Hmm.
0: That's what you do when you kind of are into somebody, right? They can get away with some stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's like, "I got your ninety-three boats. Don't you ever forget?"
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think Barrison was kind of into the boats. He was like, "Let's do this."
3: Barrison said some stupid things. So f- <laughs> he didn't they say much. The- he said they will flock to uh, the Milady's yeah. crown or whatever. It's like he believes no. his
1: own propaganda. Well, he's a very but he also loyal. does that in the book. Kind of. He's good on just like you know a straight up battle, but politics is not good. Like, mm-hmm. I think he might
0: be running, and with the things he's doing, might backfire on him later. Yeah, they're kind of giving him a few too many political lines. I guess <laughs> um, it seems like he should just be like, "Well, I'll fight your I'll fight your battles. I'll do this. I'll protect you." But he's kind of taken more of an active role in the show. That's sort of turning me off a bit.
1: Well, he ends but up doing that later too, but uh, like he, he's forced to do it later with Danny disappearing. Yeah. So.
0: His hand is certainly forced, and and he and he doesn't want to. In books, mm. you can see there's that turmoil. Yeah, he's sure. like, I'm not a ruler. He's like, I'm just a I'm just a guard. I'm just a f- sword. Um, but in this one, like it was like last episode when he gave that whole uh, sometimes you should answer injustice with mercy. And I was like, what dude? What the, what are you doing? I was like, that's not your place. Well, he's he's seen so much Targaryen injustice
1: that he probably wants to try to avoid D- Danny getting too cool. <laughs> Hmm. But I guess he also just wants to get back to Westeros. Like he can, he knows what Westeros is. At least this is all foreign to him. Yeah. At least he knows that.
0: Doesn't like it there. But now, now
1: things are starting to go bad there, which which I found interesting. It's all falling apart slowly. It's like young Kai has gone back.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. This is where we're gonna be for a while.
0: (laughs) Well, Daenerys finally gave that line. She's she's like, I'm not going to sail to Westeros. Unpack your bags. And I feel like. (laughs) Half the half the show viewers were are like, no, <laughs> this is why I'm watching this show. Did they really react to that one? I don't. I, I feel like show watchers for for seasons now have been like, all right, yeah, 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 whatever. When's Daenerys going to get to Westeros? That's why I'm yeah. watching this show. And and now she just comes right out. She's like, no, we're not going there anytime soon.
3: Yeah, they know our yeah. pain. It's a
1: reflection of the, of the the way it was in the books as well, right? It's kind of the mm. same feeling came out, but the same acceptance
0: might come as well. Do you think that's a smart move? Does she deserve respect for this move? I
3: think respect, I mean, I think this whole, it's con- it's a complicated thing, but yeah. I think that it would have been worse to abandon Marine to the slavers and then just cut a swath of blood over to Westeros. I mean, it's what we want her to do narratively, I think that would be a lot more fun, but in terms of like the value of human life, yeah, I think she did the right thing.
1: Yeah, at this point yeah, like I mean, before this point, and they kind of mentioned it. They, like they took the, all the army out of Yankai and they just revolted and asked for again. Like if they had been more careful about it. They could have done better here. Like if they fortified properly, maybe it would have turned out differently. But at this point, it's too late to go back. Like it's gonna go to hell if they leave. But I, and the line she says, like you know, how can I rule the Seven Kingdoms if I can't rule the city, is true in some ways. But on the other hand, like this culture is completely different from Westeros, so it is a different situation. You, like first it's more difficult. And even if you do master it, it's different from Westeros. So it it, it is a very complicated scenario. It's hard to say like what you should
3: do.
0: And who the hell is that guy ruling as to Is that from the books? Cleon?
3: Yes. The it butcher is. king.
0: Aha, yeah. uh-huh. okay. I wasn't sure. It the is The only thing they didn't say uh, they might is the, his offer. Op- I mean? Lost you there for yeah. a second. Say that again.
1: Oh, I was gonna say the only the only thing that they haven't said yet and they might say is that he offers marriage to Daenerys. They'll probably bring that up later as like a jab.
0: Oh, to gotcha. Her. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, he's in their books in the books. Okay, I wasn't sure. But okay. he was King Oris for a second. <laughs> <laughs> a just ruler. He's hmm. like, f- find
1: me some property on the waterfront. i staying here for a while.
3: <laughs> I think in the books he is, I can't remember, there's a guy who, or maybe it's at guy but Quentin has this flashback about when they're fighting outside of the walls, the uh, the freedmen inside, they put their, it's supposed to be like a reference to El Seed, where they put their dead guy up on, their dead leader up on a horse and then try to drive him out in front of the <laughs> army. But then he ends up falling over and just bursting apart because he's rotten. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> they do that, yeah. And then Yonkai takes it back, right? I think they take us to war. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so... so we're going to see, uh, we see, we're going to see dar later because they've already shown him before, right? Did They're they show, show his dar? Season. Yeah, he was standing on the wall, I think, uh, doing the speech thing. Okay. The yeah, act cast as him, so he's probably going to make an appearance this season.
3: I feel like we're gonna get a lot more non book plot lines in this Marin, like marine thing because <laughs> other words this is just gonna be the most tortured slog through the rest of this season and then next season. It's like they need to invent something. <laughs> it's like something else for Danny to focus on other than being tired and thrown room and complaining about uh well, young.
1: Dario's naked body, right? Like is, yeah, are they gonna exactly. put that in the season though or, or no, do you think? Do you think he's gonna go that far this season?
3: I feel like that will be, like, the last scene. She'll just drag him into bed. God, I <laughs> hope it's
0: every episode.
3: Question, a que- I don't remember like, covered before, but a question I have is, like, what is going to be her incentive for sending Jorah away?
2: Hmm.
0: I think, uh, I think possibly speaking out against Dario. I think when their hot and heavy relationship gets hot and heavy, um... I think Jorah may come out and say something very much against him. I think Danny like, might side with Dario and send Jorah off. I I could ah, see that happening.
2: That is, they, they could still reveal
1: terrible. his uh, treachery some other way. Like if they, if they always wanted, they could somehow reveal it. Like a letter shows up. It's like, by the way, like he was serving us <laughs> or something. <laughs> somehow it could come come out, just not from Barristan.
2: Hmm.
3: I will never understand that change. I I, I don't get it.
1: Well, what's the the problem? The only problem is that they have to get rid of him eventually, so he goes west and meets Tyrion and all that stuff happens, right? So they will either reveal it somehow or manufacture some sort of problem.
3: I don't have a problem with them manufacturing it, but I felt like, I guess Barristan wasn't in any of the small council scenes, and so they had to just say, okay, he didn't know. I guess that works out.
1: He himself says it too that he wasn't in the council. Like it, it, if he knows, he's waited way too long. Like he's basically like being a like he should mention it by now. <laughs> that, like he's it's, it's, it's almost treacherous not to mention the situation to Danny. Like if he actually knows, he's like by the way, like could have told you two years ago, but I'm telling you now that okay, that's that's not good.
0: <laughs> I could have told you two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh boy. So let's talk about the Hound and Arya. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh luci- luci. yeah, luci. I, not
3: into I mean, it? They gotta kill a- time, basically. Exactly. I mean it's a fun scene. <clears throat> I thought the acting was good. I like seeing, you know, Arya get like I was really tense during that scene. I was like, "Man, is she is she gonna give him his gut wound and that's how the hound is gonna leave the show?" It is.
2: I thought
1: that for a second too. I was he's like, like, "Oops, I seems... forgot to put that plate of one uh, one's armor." I actually
3: I wonder if that's what they set up in this episode. Is that you know she tried to stab him, it didn't work, and I wonder if later he's gonna do something that makes her so mad that she just she stabs him. But this time, you know, she drives a real sword <laughs> into his gut. I feel like that's a, what they were trying to do. But yeah, this is. Otherwise, this is like okay, more Hound and Arya on the road yelling at each other. Uh, I was less into it than the farmer scene last episode or mm. two episodes ago.
0: I'm wondering if she actually thought she was going to penetrate his uh, his armor.
3: Mm. I think so.
0: a gap between the armor. There's a gap I can see. Yeah, because actually, we there were there were discussions on our forum and the type of. The type of uh suit, I don't know, the armor that he's wearing is, it looks like it's just leather, but there's actually hmm. uh metal pieces sewn into leather, little, all those, all those little leather pieces are actually little pouches, and there's actually metal inside of them. So it looks like it's just leather, and so I'm wondering if she didn't know that, and she really thought she was gonna, gonna get them. I'm not sure.
3: I I think she just struck out when she was angry. and Didn't think about. No, not at all. I feel like that's something that you would, like, you throw something at your parents when you're a kid. And, like, you don't, like, if it hits them, like, you're immediately like, oh, my God, you know.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, that worked. Oh, Jesus, what do I do now? Yeah. Uh, Leap before you look, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I thought the exchange with the mountain was kind of nice. They had a little moment.
2: Yeah. With with the mountain,
0: yeah. When they were talking about the mountain, how oh. she was on Ari, uh, he was on Aria's list, and then he's like, "Well, you'll have to take a back seat because I got him first. <laughs> it was a cool little thing. I, I enjoyed that, and then the look he gave when she rolled over and said the hound. I was like, oh, nice." I, I kind of, but yeah, I guess it was just sort of just complete filler. But um, do you it think would there be was funny if
1: they actually made it to like if they had made it to the Vale? I think that would have been interesting. because hmm.
0: that's where they're headed, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do you think there was anything in his talk about Marin Trent and Cereo Pharrell? Uh, was, there, was there anything in there to, dis, like, a joke to that theory that is still alive? Or was this just complete, just kind of just having nothing to do with that theory whatsoever? Uh,
3: maybe it was just stirring the mud about what happened to Cereo Pharrell again. Uh, in the event that that plot line, you know, comes back in the future. Yeah. But I think he was just, you know, twisting, like, just being cruel for the sake of being cruel. Mm. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Hmm.
0: So let's go on. So our next dynamic duo uh, with Pod and Brienne, another <laughs> he, comic relief moment in this one.
3: <laughs> I thought the way he rode that horse was fantastic.
0: <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at him the whole time. I loved it. Yeah. And uh, it's true. What, what has he done? He's squired for Tyrion. So he's poured him wine. There you go. And it was kind of a cool moment where you're like, yeah, he really didn't have to do all that much. And you kind of wanted him to be,
1: like, kind of more bumbling and, stuff and like, stumbling. That's what he did this episode. It's good, right? It fit his uh, character. Yeah,
0: and I think he said that last episode. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry, but he put a rabbit with its fur still on, on the fire, and it immediately burst into flames. That's not, (laughs) like, that's not city boy attitude. That is, like, there's something wrong with this child.
0: (laughs) What? Would you... uh... I gotta, I gotta say, and this, I'm going to sound awfully stupid with this, but as soon as it happened, I was like, that thing's on fire. And then he was stomping it out. I'm like, all right. And then she's like, did you skin it first? And I went, Oh yeah. Well, that makes sense. (laughs) Like I didn't pick up on it right away either. (laughs) And so I'm a complete idiot when it comes to, you know, living in the woods, apparently. Um, but, uh, (laughs) I'm going to side with pod on this one. If you haven't done it before, it's something you could overlook. He, I, he wasn't with Tywin when he was skinning.
3: I think you would know from says that you don't eat the fur on a rabbit. So
1: he, yeah, <laughs> but you might think that you cook it first and then you get off it a lot after. Like yeah, that's how they do it in Canada. Like, <laughs> like it's, he's just not aware of it.
0: <laughs> uh, but we he do know have how him... to cook the pods. You can only do peas. He can do peas, that's what he's good at. I thought you were going to say penises for a second. I was like, yeah, <laughs> he, he does know how to handle the penises, apparently, of himself. Uh, so anyway, so then he sets up a notch with Brienne when he talks about killing the Kingsguard. Yeah. Brian's like, holy shit, you did! It's like, how did you do it? It's like stab him in the back. <laughs> I know. Pod looked and he's like, "Well, wow, what do you think? I I drove a through his head. It's how
3: you <laughs> kill somebody, right?" Just <laughs> something that we see later in this episode. It was bizarre foreshadowing. Mm. Um, it's pretty badass armor that Brian has. That's a nice
0: to Jamie. Yeah, the turquoise, the uh, blue of it. It's really.
1: Yeah. I hadn't seen the blue earlier. Like, I noticed this episode is a bit of a yeah blue sign too. It. Kind of Sapphire.
0: That's a cool little thing. But they've they've decided this Brian's idea. Uh, our shagwell list show, is to go up to the wall where Jon Snow is, a brother of Sansa. Why would she
3: not think of the eerie? Yeah. This, as soon as she said that, I was like, what? Like, what kind of logic leap? Like, let's go the farthest distance humanly possible. Sansa will likely have gone that way. Like, like, no, she has a couple more relatives. There's closer places. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't, like, go to the nearest harbor town instead of just steering due north immediately.
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: Or to stop by the Erie on the way, at least check that place out.
2: Yeah,
3: huh, that's yeah,
1: And everyone always is thinking like she's going to go to the wall, going to the wall, but it's not the best place to go. Really, technically, can't really do much hmm. for you there. So that's yeah, interesting.
0: And we still haven't Danto's body in a boat with a poison necklace around him. Still hasn't been discovered. Apparently, no. I don't think that's ever coming back. <laughs> that's so. That seems like Cersei's so going to manufacture enough evidence. Anyways, yeah, I just so I don't know about that. Um, well, speaking of going his, north, his boat
1: is going to show up in the east at uh, at Marine. It's going to be Dantos' boat. is going <laughs> to M- float. In. Maybe Gendry's going to find it. Yeah,
0: he's going to be rowing. He's like, oh, another he's gonna boat.
1: Be, he's going to be like starving on his boat. He's like, I need food, and then this, bo- and then Dantos' body floats by. He'll like, be, <laughs> be like, like, it'll be it'll like no, like, that'd be a, a great on the boat. thing. They'd be like,
0: life of pie would stag. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Brienne's going north. So let's go north with her and um, Craster's Keep. Where all big, the yeah, big action part of the episode, happens. Yeah. Um, big part of the episode. I w- <sighs> I enjoyed this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right off the bat. I enjoyed this. Yes, it was obviously filler. Um, I don't know if you guys watch uh, Larry Larry Williams. Um, he knew right off the bat. He's like, this is just filler. Because hmm. you start from point A and you go on this quest. And at the end of it, you're pretty much at point A again. He's still doing re- He's still doing reviews. Yes. Yes, he huh. is. Um, And but you know what? As a book reader, I kind of enjoyed it because it didn't change anything. And that's <laughs> sort of the reason I did enjoy it, because we had this cool adventure and like we had some cool battles and, and, and neat little thing in Locke. We, we got to know Locke a little better. May he rest in peace and um, see this cool action. And then it all ended up not really mattering at the end.
3: Yeah. This felt like there was, I mean, it was visually, it was very cool. I mean, some fun action stuff in there, but it like, there was no, there was no stakes. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel really interested in anything that was going on. Cause I was like, okay, Bran, that was the one thing I did wonder if like Bran and John were going to meet back up. And I was hoping that they would actually change that to where, you know, John and Bran have a conversation. I was, I wanted that change to happen. But other than that, it's like, there's nothing I can foresee happening here that is going to make any impact. Um, and Locke getting killed, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> it was awesome. What do you mean, okay? That was that was like the best part of this whole episode.
3: But where is that plot line? I guess it just ends there. Like we sent this guy north and just to get his head ripped off. And I guess the fact that he never comes back is going to tell Roos that it's not going to tell Roos anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he, the man doesn't come back. I mean, I'm sure they'll have it episodes from now. He goes, well, Locke never came back. But I guess, uh... <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, oh, well. I get what you're saying. I mean, Locke had potential to do more with him, and they could have done more. But uh, they did a lot with him already. They did a lot in the show with Locke, and there was a way for him to go.
0: He was so, a though.
3: fun character. I miss him.
0: He was fun. He's pretty badass. Oh, oh, Carl. He's a good fighter with his knives. Yeah, I was. I wanted to see the fight. That's what I thought was going to
1: happen. I thought he was going to fight and like save John. I thought he might be the one to save John. Cause I, for, mm. for some reason, I thought John was going to need saving. Somebody was going to save him because he's not going to die. I thought it might be Locke, but it was the. The girl there, which also made sense, because yeah. they've been all so bad to them. They're gonna...
0: And we saw how I... cunning Locke was. Like, the whole, he came up with that lie right on the spot where he was just, oh, well, there's a there's a shack full of dogs. We don't want to get anywhere <laughs> near that. And I thought that was a, that's a good lie. Like, if you're trying to sneak into a place, you don't want to go anywhere near there's some dogs. Cause... I just found it interesting that he tried to take Bran alive. I thought he was going to just kill him right there and then be like, oh, well, he, the guy got killed. And what was his end game? He was going to run all the way back to the wall with Bran and then um, <laughs> use one of the many uh, revolving doors to get through the wall? Uh, like, like I know there are ways to get through the wall. It happens all the time. There's always like single wildings in the books too that that make it past the wall and find these and stuff. So I I, I can understand him being able to yeah. do that, but I feel like carrying all that way, he, if he's, he's to no him alive is going to be so difficult. Like you're going to get him all the way back there and then. <laughs> the actor said, right? Oh man! But we have that awesome. What do we want to call it? I asked this on Twitter. What are we calling when Bran wargs into Hodo? There's a few answers.
3: Uh, Hodorif—I was gonna say Hodorification, but that doesn't really roll off the tongue.
0: <laughs> we have Horgs, Wardor, Elio, and Linda. Um, Elio says Brandor, and Linda says Hobran. Oh, it's what they are, yeah.
1: But so the actual action is is harging or hodoring. Ho- horging, horging.
0: What do we call it? I feel like he needs an epic name. Brodor. Brodor. <laughs> Brodor. Kind of like Brodor. Brandor.
3: Brand. <laughs> I like that one. Brandor. It was,
0: pretty, it was pretty brutal the way he died too. Oh, it was awesome. It was so, in that moment where, uh, where Hodor kind of wakes up and, you know, it's like after a drunken night in college when, how did this happen? Um, when he looks down at his hands and you can just tell he's kind of like, no, simple mind's like, no, this is, pro-. in my, in, in my brain, that's like, Something horrific happened to him in a child, and that's why he's a simpleton now. Yeah. So it, it it probably rekindled some sort of old thing in his brain where he saw the blood on his hands. He's like, no, and I felt so bad for.
3: Him. <laughs> I was like, oh no, Hodor, no. <laughs> um, every I mean, Bran is just doing it to survive. But every time he goes into Hodor, I just I, there's a part of me that just hates him when he does it. It's like, come on, man.
0: Seems very selfish. But I, 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 obviously, um, not in this point. He's trying to save himself and his friends and everything.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, it's and now he can only warg into Hodor's mind because Hodor doesn't have much of him, right? Right. He wouldn't be able yeah. to warg into john or like the king or something
1: oh yeah that's something that yeah. could be
0: possible because that's a crazy-ass power if he can do that yeah. well even varamir thought he
1: might have the chance to do that and that was varamir now Brand bran's natural abilities are really high
3: mm. yeah when varamir tried to do it like the woman just completely <coughs> like physically she just freaked out and then i think killed herself like ripped her own eyeballs out or something
1: yeah, and he was also weak. Like, he was worried, like that he
0: was weak on his strength. Yeah, <coughs> what do you guys think of Jojen and his uh, his prophecies and stuff going?
3: That was really. <coughs> I actually thought that was really cool, and I thought the like that was like Twin Peaks shit. When he looks down and his hand is on fire, and he's just like,
0: <laughs> "You'll know." Is that a big spoiler? Did we just get really spoiled? Nah, ah. I thought it was initially, but then it's the uh, the whole place burned down. I don't so know, know if that's like... true, Mister. I feel like Jojen and them are gonna burn to death some.
1: Well, I, I thought he didn't see himself turning into a pie or something like that's that's. Like he, got, he got eaten. He got eaten later, right? So it wasn't. <laughs> Wait, fire. what?
0: What? What do thinks he's going to be eaten later well, on? Well, there's
1: a theory that he's already been eaten by Bran, like in sacrifice, and they're eating Jojen blood, like that. Paste.
0: Oh well, I, that's the first I've heard of that one. Yeah, but they didn't show that. They showed fire. I think really? he's gonna burn. And we had a. there's a theory on the forum that someone thinks um he'll be turned into a white at some point <laughs> in the story and they're gonna have to burn him that mm. because of well, that.
2: Well
1: if he
0: dies then he might. Yeah. I mean that's what happens if people die up there. Yeah, yeah they burn the dead. Oh no. That was that was spoiler territory for me. <clears throat> mm. Whatever, <laughs> he's a tertiary character. Whatever, yeah. Everybody raises a stink because the Knights wat, the Nights King was so flashy and so big. But when you show how main characters are gonna die, oh, nobody really cares. Like I, I feel like people are picking and choosing what spoiler battles to fight over. And I but how do you know that's for sure? That that, that means that's why it's left it's, it's unclear if that means he's gonna die from that fire. Exactly, and the Nights King thing is unclear. That's even gonna be in the books. But people rose a stink about that, didn't raise a stink about well, the fire Night thing. King, Night King is like, I think,
1: we don't even, first of all, I'm just saying, we don't even know that that was related to his death. Like, it, it could be related to this or could not, but the Night King is kind of
0: obvious. What, the Night King's obvious that the show creators just no. wanted to do something? No, I'm just saying, like, we don't know that he was talking about his death. Like, we, we don't know that. Okay. Like, so it's you're, ambiguous
3: you're, whereas you know seeing a night watch i mean a, it's a not a ambiguous
0: night- we weren't dreaming that there was a guy there there's a guy there it's a hundred percent a guy standing there it wasn't okay looking wasn't. freaky uh, on a show that may have no bearing on the-
1: yeah neither one of them but i'm saying one of them is already a 55th like, already, or only already a possibility and the other
0: is a certainty in the show so if you multiply that the math on it there's a difference right i pretty much took him holding up the fire as a certainty he was burning death hmm Okay, then that's yes, because you saw it that way. That's why yeah, it's exactly. That's yeah. how I saw it. If, if,
1: if, if you, so. saw, if, if you if that was like certain, if he's like, I'm going to die when the fire comes. And that's the same as the Night King kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: hmm. I, I
0: was wish. just surprised when I got online after watching the show that nobody was going crazy about it. I was like, really? Wow. Okay.
3: I don't think Jojen has many diehard fans
0: jordan <laughs> always said that he's gonna die he knows he's gonna yeah and he was doing it himself but he was saying how expendable they all were he's like me and mara don't me and Mary don't care don't matter and hodor doesn't even matter so we're all gonna die anyway and you're the one that matters and i was just like oh what? Is, what yeah. shit it's
3: you like, know the one the one thing i would have changed a little later in this whole craster's keep thing is when john is fighting a carl and he gets saved by that woman Hmm. i like i wish they had let that woman have the finishing glow rather than like john have to turn around and save her by doing this really awkward yeah awkward green screen of a sword going to this guy's head you mean the gendry kill of biter yeah yeah (laughs) it's like you know you you put these women through enough you know let them have let her kill that son of a bitch and then spit on his body (laughs) yeah
1: I mean, she already, I mean, she did have the, she
0: was the key point in that battle. Like, otherwise, John was done. Yeah. But uh, I guess he could have made it even more. And I think it was better. a very eye opening moment for John where he's like, oh my God, my, my. My nice lordly sword training maybe isn't enough in this rough world. He's gonna—he's definitely gonna train even harder now, which is good. But
1: I, the only thing I find—I I thought it was a good fight. Like, it was good, but it, and I don't know—I don't know much about swordplay. So, to me, it seemed like the, the daggers the guy was using were a little short to, for both of them. Because usually, yeah. like, you would be, be one would be a pairing dagger, and then you'd have a one long sword. But it seemed like John could just like swing and just
3: cut through the damn daggers. Like the two—the too short to have two of them like that. No, I felt the same way because when he's block like he uses both the daggers to block John's sword and it just looked awkward. I was like, you could conceivably use one dagger to block him and then slip the other between his ribs, exactly. you know, while he- while he's distracted.
0: I thought the same thing too. I was yeah. like, the guy with two daggers should have won this battle like five minutes ago. I, I, so I think I think I, I thought it was the other way. I thought having two
1: daggers is not good against a sword. You have one dagger and you have one longer, like a short sword. <laughs> they, they were too short. That, but that's my limited. We need we need to ask like yeah. somebody who's a sword fighter oh, the yeah. show. <laughs> we're just talking well, about.
3: Well, I mean, yeah. if John is swinging at him, that's one thing. But like when they get in close and he has, you know, John. Oh yeah, sword once he's pinned, there, yeah. yeah, yeah, when he's pinned, yeah. Hmm.
0: And how about um, was it Grin who had like that? That killer move right at the end when he walks out, and John walks out of the place, and he just kills that last guy.
1: <laughs> there there was some, like, uh, argument over, like, whether this was uh, an effective attack or not on John's part. Because, I mean, because Locke points it out. It's like, these guys are drunk and, like, falling asleep and stuff. It'll be a slaughter, and then they lose half their force, like, charging and yelling. So mm. maybe it wasn't the best to attack. And then Ras gets away. If, if Rosal hadn't been free, then Rass would have got away. And then one man is equal to 11 if he gets caught by the
0: Wildlings. I feel like Locke was making up kind of some of the stats because he didn't go in and see everybody. He saw Rass leave. And a, yeah, he might, saw, he might like, have one given guy. a shit about what happened. But he, he just, wanted them to yeah, he someone. found Bran and then he peaced out. Yeah. So I think he was yeah. just making up a lot of facts. Oh yeah, they're yeah. all drunk. Let's do this. Like charge right in, guys. I'll sneak around the corner. What's yeah, done? the false the false
1: evidence would have fit perfectly. Like that's a good that's a good idea, a good interpretation that he's setting them up. But I mean they regardless, they didn't have to come charging in. Seems like everybody likes to come charging in. It always goes back to those wildlings that were charging in yeah. A season ago. They just charged. But, I mean, it's just
0: for the action, just to make it dramatic. Yeah, and they charged in right at the exact moment they needed to. Yeah. Mero was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they came charging again. They're like, none of this shit this episode. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> right after Jojen's badass line, the whole thing yeah. he said to Carl. I was like, damn, if you're not a Jojen fan after that, you're never going to That was badass.
3: Yeah, I I did not think that Mira was going to get raped, because, I don't know, it's... They weren't going to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's more likely for, like, unnamed cast members to get raped in the show than, like, a named character, and... But I did. I, I let out a long sigh. So I was like, "Man, they are really dragging this out." <laughs> mm. Like have her, like have Brand scream no a few more times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Merritt like headbutt him or something because yeah. she's a badass character, in, in, yeah. and yeah, not in the show, unfortunately. Um, I don't know.
3: She might have just been. She might that might have gotten her killed. It, like. Yeah. Well, yeah. Impact. Mm, yeah. So yeah. how about Brand going? There's my brother. Nope. <laughs> sure. I mean, like I said, I wish that had been changed, but. That's how it happens in the books. Like, they, they've missed each other twice now.
1: Yeah. Bran had to think about it, and it had an emotional impact on his side. He had to say goodbye without actually being able to talk to him. So
0: so they peace out, and they go get Summer. And I'm assuming um, when they went to get Summer, they unlocked Ghost's cage, and that's how Ghost got out? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I,
3: I feel like if I was harassed, I would run and lock myself in that cage as soon as I saw that the wolf was not in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God, get in there. Um, So right after that, we get the reunion. This was probably my second favorite after the horror kill, the horror smash moment. Um, The reunion between Ghost and John. Mm -hmm. Because for so long, John has not said a single damn thing about his beloved dog that he raised, or his direwolf that he raised, and all this jazz, and he's been gone, he's been separated for so long. And all of a sudden, we have this moment where Ghost comes back, and you just... I thought Kit Harrington did a really good job in this scene. You just saw it on his face, and and he's like, "I just I missed you so much, boy." And I was like, "Oh, oh!" I got a little choked up, and I was like, "He does care. Thank God." Um, I love the I love the final between the two.
3: Yeah, I guess that needed to happen because in the books, it's when he goes out to treat with. Is it when he goes out to treat with Mance that he runs? I feel like he like at one point he goes out beyond the wall, and then Ghost just kind of barrels up to him out of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember exactly when it happens.
3: No, okay, changing, okay, before we get, like, a post on the forum, it's uh, <laughs> it's when he go. it's, like, in his very last chapter in Storm when they're making, like, the contemplations about who's going to be Lord Commander, and he goes and he takes a walk and Ghost runs up to him.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Is that also when he makes this decision at that point? I think it might be.
3: I think, yeah, that's when he's, he's really weighing it like, am I going to burn down the Heartwoods? Um, not the Heartwoods, the Werewoods, because that's what Melisandre was threatening to do if he took, yeah. if if he became Lord Stark. And so. I think that's he goes, he finds Ghost, and then he goes to, I think, the Werewood Grove, and that's when he makes his decision that he's going to turn Stannis down.
0: Hmm. And I I feel like that's how it should have been in the show, too, where he went up to Crasters to take care of business, and then, like, Rast ran away, and we had Ghost just come out of nowhere and kill Rast. Because the whole locked up in the cage thing was so pointless.
3: Yeah, do we know why they were keeping this animal?
0: We, I... do, we don't know why they just put him in. They captured him somehow. They put him in a cage, and then an episode later, oh, he just got out of the cage and he'll kill him. When they could have just not, they could have just not put any money um, into the whole CG wolf and just had him show up right at the end of this battle. You know, because he's got that mental connection with John. So once John's up north of Wall, Ghost would have come running anyway.
3: I, don't, I feel like that was like staples on certain plot lines they're like okay what's gonna why is Bran gonna go investigate the the crying baby and I don't know I feel like maybe who knows whatever it was yeah
1: it, it had a reason I mean it kept Bran there a little bit longer but they could have still captured them if they mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. into- uh,
3: I guess they were thinking maybe they were gonna eat Ghost eventually if they started running out of food but that seems No,
1: like- I think it was just as as uh, Fabio said it's just an entertainment like a bear in the pit mm-hmm. kind of situation they were gonna feed people to Ghost or try to yeah
0: so then we burn down Craster's Keep, and the uh, the women, the daughter wives, are just gonna chill in the north. Yay!
1: <laughs> None of this had much consequence. They're gonna go with Mance and then tell them how weak the wall
0: is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they knew, but uh, they probably they probably. Don't.
0: Yeah, so John's like, "All right, well, do your thing." And I know you're just gonna join Mance's army, and I'll have to kill you later. Like, what? They're just. That's
1: odd that they wanted to stay there. Like know that uh, they're
0: not gonna be able to- i mean i can understand them not wanting to go to the wall because they were just tortured and raped black anyway um okay. and not wanting to keep crash just keep because of the horror f- everything that's horrible that's happened but yeah i guess they're i yeah i guess what decision would you make i mean i can't fault them for making the decision of you know we're going to try to make our own lives and if we die in the process well then that's that's how it is we're not going to surrender ourselves to this group of men that have just been raping us for god knows how long
1: yeah but did not they see that this this group of men killed the other nights watch people like there were there's something wrong about this
0: group you're not gonna trust you're not gonna trust a brother in black I mean they yeah saved. they just killed them but who knows what they're gonna find at the wall I mean yeah they're probably gonna end up in marine from one of those slave boats well, not
1: marine like in the Essos, one of those slave boats yeah it picks up people from here and maybe Daniel
2: yeah.
3: I feel like they just didn't want to pay these extras for another episode
1: <laughs> They're gonna go wherever extras go between shows.
0: <laughs> um, so is now is John going to return to the wall as the as the hero now? Yeah, stuff might have happened at the wall. We don't know. Things happen- no, no, yes. I mean, is he going to return to the wall as the conquering hero? Like, is this going to be the, the moment where everybody looks at him and goes, he can lead us? Is that what
3: we get out of the whole Craster Keep storyline? I think the point of the whole Craster Keep storyline was to get Ghost back. <laughs> like, if we're talking about, like, net returns, it's like Bran gets... To Oregon to ho- like, he uses his Hodor powers to murder, and then uh, Jojen gets to have a prophecy about his potential death, and then, uh, yeah, John gets ghost back, hmm. and Locke gets killed.
1: And Locke gets killed. So, pro- John and Gran and, and Dollar said level up the next level. <laughs> <just> the quest. <laughs> Side quest. Level up! The, kid, the, the clearest keep is like one of the quests. <laughs> it's like you're playing Diablo, hmm. so you gotta go
0: clear out the Nice. Yeah. So, is there anything else to talk about up there?
3: No, that was the end of the episode. Oh, that's what happened. Hmm. It was all right. It was just all right. I liked it. I had a good time this one. Yeah. Good stuff. Predictions? For next episode? Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about the preview? Sure.
0: I
1: haven't all seen right. it, but you can talk
0: about we'll
3: it. I don't
1: see
0: on. why not. Let's yeah. do it.
3: <laughs> uh, It looks like the trial is next episode, which is going to be awesome, hopefully.
0: At least the start of the trial, right? Right. Actually, time, I don't so. I don't
3: remember what the perfect fine. Like what I don't even remember anything else from preview other than Chiron walking down the aisle and then leaning in when he's about to potentially give his confession.
0: We had that. We have uh, Yara and Ramsey.
3: Yeah, that's mm. what the hell are they doing there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looks we're like they're gonna have another like scene with her hanging on a meat hook or something. Say oh that. no! It looked like they were about to battle. They were at, they're meeting. Oh, they're gonna fight. Um, yeah, Ramsay had his shirt off and he had all these cuts all over, and he's what? standing in front of his men. And he's just like, "All right, this is gonna be fun. Let's do it." And it looks like they're like charging at each other or something. Um, God knows it's editing, and he's really just playing some game with, like, Greek. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it looks like Yara's in the fold. It looks like Stannis is going to arrive in Bravos next yeah. week um, to talk directly to the Iron Bank. And so we'll get that gentleman probably hmm. from uh, Sherlock, that act from Sherlock. And, uh, yeah, and then they, they made it look like the small council was talking about Daenerys. And her dragons. Yeah. They do. God knows, you never know with the editing in these damn things. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. I I'm glad that we are getting Yara back. Um. I like that actress a lot. She's and great in that role. Yeah. I'm glad that they've actually given her something to do. Nice.
0: I think we can predict that the show is just going to get more and more uh, original storylines. <laughs> <laughs>
3: In Episode 7 is Mockingbird, so I assume that's uh, Lysa going out the moon door. I want to see her fly. Mountain and the Viper is Episode 8. Watchers on the Wall is Episode 9. And The Children is Episode 10.
0: Really? The Mountain and the Viper is Episode 8? Yep. Oh, I thought that was going to be Episode 9.
3: I wonder, like, what is going to... I guess the only thing that's going to turn Oberyn emotionally is if he finds out that uh, the mountain is Cersei's champion in the event oh. of a trial by combat.
0: Absolutely. That's going to be the mm. big thing. Once once Tyrion, once the trial goes south and Tyrion declares trial by combat and Cersei quickly steps up and says the mountain, boom, we're going to have the awesome scene between Oberyn and Tyrion.
3: You know, I hope that... Um, hmm. That's going to
0: be a different order of things then, eh?
3: Well, no, it's... Isn't that
0: how it happens in the books?
1: Well, he was already yeah. ready to be you know, in the books. Like when when they say like all this stuff, he pops up and he's ready because they've already had the chat beforehand. Like it's already set up.
0: They had the ch- he, he had the chat about. He told Tyrion he was going to be his champion before. Yeah, he Tyrion said, like even...
1: a, he's, he's like he's telling you he's like I don't think I think you're going to be guilty, but I can still help you. And he's like, well, how can you help me? Only one judge. He's like, oh, I can be a champion. So it's like it's before all of that, and then they're ready for it. Really? It's, it's like, oh, I thought it was yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
3: interesting. So mm. that when yeah Tyrion demands trial by combat, Oberon's there to stand up for him. Yeah. I really hope that we get that nice. Speech that Oberyn has when he's armoring up about um how Elia almost married uh, Baylor Hightower, I think was his name, Baylor yeah. Breakfart. I <laughs> mean,
1: <laughs> Breakwind. Oh, that's yeah. all right.
3: I mean, it was a funny story, but it's also it's it's really painful. Um, just like how easily the fates like how much depends on something so little.
1: I don't think he's gonna. That's gonna be there. It's, it's one of those things that is not gonna.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. They might retcon
3: it later. It's They'll like put they it
0: into like the
1: just... DVD commentary or something. Mm. They'll be
0: like in our travels. We'll, we'll, yeah, they we'll, might they might retcon it later, just like they retcon the seventy seven course meal into Joffrey's wedding this episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I missed that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tywin Whatever mentioned the order that to Cersei. He's conversation like, is going
1: to be interesting, or just just to see how Oberyn turns against the Lannisters, because right now he's pretty cozy.
0: He ain't cozy. Bullshit. He ain't cozy with him.
1: Well, he's he's got his plans going, but I mean, like Tywin had promised him a meeting with the Mountain, so either maybe that'll happen, it'll go sour, or he or he won't, or
2: like.
0: Yeah, Tywin did promise him the meeting with the Mountain. I hope they don't have Tywin declare um, the champ, the Mountain as the champion. Uh, I could see the show doing
3: that. I know. They've got two episodes to figure this shit out.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, there we have it guys. Our review of first of his name, episode five of season four. Um, I guess that's all we got so thank you so much Katie for joining us today sure thing pleasure having you as always and uh, thank you all for listening uh, make sure you keep up with us on Twitter at APOIAF on Facebook and on our forum thank you guys for listening and we'll see you again next week see you next time
2: bye bye cool.
1: halfway
0: done halfway through the uh support. Woohoo. <laughs> please uh, hold your excitement in check katie i can't i just I can't.
3: feel like this is gonna be the last good season that's that it's i think it's gonna get. be
1: the best season but yeah it could be the last like upward trend season.
0: <sighs> next season is it's gonna be like everything's made yeah. up it's gonna be wild
1: i don't know i i i get like I mean, I, saw, I enjoy the show, but I'm not like crazy. I'm like, oh my God, it's Sunday. I want to see the show now. So like, like it's getting close to the point where I could stop watching it next week.
3: I feel that awesome. way too. Yeah, that's you just verbalized exactly what I feel.
1: Mm. So it'll be Kyle. Just Kyle. If that happens, you just you can just go on the uh, VOK and <laughs> do VOK episodes. <laughs> he went up there to edit those. He I'll can come
0: just, up with something. Yeah. Talking to myself.
3: <laughs> nice. So I have a question: Is Larry enjoying this new season? Because I thought he was going to quit doing the the watch-alongs or whatever.
0: Um, I I didn't actually watch his review. I just heard people talking. About this. Okay. So I skimmed some of them before
1: lately, and uh, yeah, it seems like he's back into the show now. He's got back into the show. Oh. We should, we should have him on sometime to get things boiling. <laughs> see where he's at. Get things <laughs> boiling, huh? Yeah, we get get people mad, yeah. It's like we haven't had a lot of comments on our website for a while. Let's get them on there. Let's get them on That was the most comments ever, I think, when we had them awesome. on last. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. All then. I guess we're going to head out and see if this recorded properly. All right. Sure. Yeah. Awesome.
0: All right. Good night. Have a good night. Bye.